Good morning, everyone. George Watkins here again on this Monday morning. What a pleasure to be alive in this hour and to experience the historic changes, battles, victories, and, his, and, and the shifts that are happening, not only in our world, but in the kingdom of God. I had an occasion yesterday to tune into Elevation Music, a whole group, uh, I mean, a <clears throat> large room filled with young people worshiping the Lord. I thought, oh, thank God we have a generation that is coming with full force, full power into the power of this hour, the kingdom of God on earth. So let's not despair. <clears throat> if you haven't been with us before. This is George Watkins, and I'm on every morning. Give us a like and give us a thumbs up. That really helps us in this internet business, so thank you for that. We're pressing forward, pressing forward. I just sent out a little notice that I've joined, and I'm going to be using substack.com. It's a new platform that a lot of the, <clears throat> a lot of the broadcasters are going on, Give us a broader picture, uh, a broader field, rather, of what we're uh, trying to do here. Also, I wanted to, uh, again, remind you as you pray for us and as you um, <clears throat> keep us in your, in your spirits, we're touching a number of nations through our podcast and through our video work. So it's, uh, it's maybe over a dozen or more now, maybe more than that, that's come on. Uh, occasionally here and there, just just a few here and there, but they're starting to grow. So let's press forward. And the subject of today is <laughs> the power of the seatbelt. If you haven't read our little note below, and uh, do that. It gives uh, kind of an introduction to what the thought is for the day. I love old cars and anything be, you know, on the other side of 1962, didn't have seat belts. So it took me a while to be trained to fasten my seat belt. Matter of fact, <clears throat> I'm publicly confessing that I've had a couple of tickets not having my seat belt fastened. And that <laughs> that's a good training, the fear factor and the money factor. So now I buckle up. But I'm not unaware of why we have seatbelts. It's safety, obviously. It saves lives. I um, was uh, I reminded you if you read the note that uh, I, have a, I have I have had a 1956 uh, F100 Ford since about 1981. It's all tricked out. It's a custom truck. It's in the uh, garage of my older son right now. <laughs> he, he drives it all the time. We, uh, all five of us, would sit in that front seat, little kids standing in the seat or on the, on the floor looking out the window. No seat belts around. Okay, enough of that. The purpose of the seat belt comes along for the preparation of the ride. If you're on an airplane, the... Uh, 
seatbelt cop comes down the aisle, the stewardess, and says, sir, fasten your seatbelts. And then she says, we cannot take off until you are fastened up. Okay, that's the power and the purpose of the seatbelt. It gives us license and security and preparation to, to lift off, to take off, to go, to be involved in in commerce, to speed, we get on the freeway, we buckle in. Why? Because we want to go and to our destination. I heard this drop in my spirit. Fasten your seatbelt. You're getting ready to take off. Some of the things that have happened in the last weeks, especially last week, has <clears throat> given us a warning. Hey, the enemy shot a, you know, a shot across your bow. You'd better prepare for take off. Now, scripturally, it says this, that we need to be united together in likeness of mind in order to do what the Father has called us to do. And there's a phrase in the uh, book of Acts, second chapter, they were all, they were in the upper room, all in one accord. So that's a unity. Now, it's not unity of doctrine. We'll never get there because we all have a slice of revelation that is personal to us that we, you know, we got from God and we just hold on to it dearly. So there's some things that doctrinally and theologically we'll never unite on because we see separate sides of it. But our unity is in the unity of faith and the bond of peace. So we Fasten our seatbelts in preparation for liftoff in a unity of faith and the bond of peace so that we can go to our destination, get this thing in the air, and do the job. Last week, the enemy and the um, opposition of what I believe God has for our nation, uh, you know, really (laughs) ran out over the end of the dock on what they have done. But what it's done to the body of Christ and what it's doing to the national feeling is, hey, these these people, the enemy of our nation, the ones that are trying to change our culture have gone way too far. And we'd better fasten up and prepare to take off. Now, how do we prepare? What do we prepare? What's what's the seatbelt analogy here? All right. When I'm prepared to take off, I need to be in prayer. I need to be in meditation. I need to be in the scriptures. I need to be in contact with a relationship with my father. I need to have a a, a continual consciousness that I am not alone and I'm not going to miss this thing. I'm not going to fail in this thing. And that comes from having an awareness. I mean, a conscious awareness that we are surrounded with heavenly hosts. We are surrounded with cloud of witnesses. We are surrounded with spirit beings that are not angels, but they are created by God to defend and work and live in the kingdom around us. Invisible yet real and effective in our life. Now, that's seatbelt stuff. We're fastening up. We're buckling up. We're preparing to take off. What do I mean by take off? Well, 
You figure that out. You've got your own thoughts about what it means to lift off, take off, go, 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 go. <laughs> you get ready and you go to your destination. Our destination as the body of Christ, of course, is the will of God being formed on this earth. Now, unfortunately, the church in a great slice of the history of the last 200 years has affected the body of Christ to think that all we have to do is wait and Jesus is going to come in the secret rapture and take us out and we don't have to paint our house or mow our lawn or wash our car. Little overemphasize on the simplicity of what I'm I'm, I'm illustrating here. But that's so true. Oh, it's going to get worse and worse. It has to get worse and worse. And we have all these things. And they quote scriptures that really fit in other uh, ages and have been fulfilled. And many, many of those things have been fulfilled already. So what's our job then if we're not going to be snatched out and go to heaven? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to heaven, folks. I don't know about you, but just not on Thursday. Okay. What's our job? Our job has not changed from Genesis 1, 26 and 27, Mark 16. We are to rule and dominate and shape the, f- the future of this earth through the sons of God, sons and daughters of God, manifesting the glory of God on earth. Now, how does that work? There's been a lot of talk and some great revelation in the last uh, 15 years on the seven mountains. In other words, to go and inject ourselves, affect and change and dominate the seven mountains, which are the culture that we live in, entertainment, religion, government, so forth. What's happened in my lifetime and the you know for some time now because of this let's all hide in the church and wait for the rapture we've we've allowed hollywood to produce cultural shift the music department you know don't get into the music world that's demonic so it, so the uh, only way that our christian uh, young people could get into the music world back in the 50s and 60s was to backslide and get involved in, you know, deadly sins. Oh, the preachers, uh, sons and daughters and the Christian people that went into rock and roll and lost their soul in the middle of that. Instead of allowing that talent to produce a message that would change the culture the movies, government. Don't get into government. That's demonic. You know, everybody there is a a crook. Well, we need some godly men and women in government. We need godly men and women in the CEOs of our corporations. And this whole mess with Disney, how they've polluted and, and gone so far off of what it used to be known for, you know, children's entertainment and happy the happiest place on earth well not so anymore because they've we've 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 allowed the enemy to dominate that mountain okay what do we do to fasten our seat belts we prepare to do what we've been called to do and that is spread the gospel preach the gospel love our neighbor love our family stay in prayer Keep pushing forward, planting seeds, seeing harvest, 
there's another generation coming, folks. There is another generation coming. My pastor told my dad and mom not to have children because Jesus is coming any minute. We've got to get out there and preach and work and raise, you know, have a pastor churches. Dad said, um, jokingly, I think, <laughs> he sinned three times, had three children. Now, the point I'm bringing is, here I am in the uh, <clears throat> senior part of my journey. And in that course of time, I have pastored and preached for the last 60 plus years because dad didn't follow that advice. He knew there was another generation coming. I believe the next generation is certainly going to shake the earth. If you haven't tuned in to some of the young people on the YouTube uh, in, in Bethel and Elevation, and there's a, quite a number of groups that are shaking the earth through their worship and changing the course of history. I tell you, this next generation is going to explode. We talk about the Jesus revolution from the 60s. This is going to be a revolution on steroids, as they say. So let's press on. Let's hook up. Let's, let's put our seatbelts on and get ready for the liftoff. For the kingdom of God is not going to be defeated, no matter who says it and who threatens us. The kingdom of God is going to do exactly what the Bible said it was going to do, fill the whole earth with the word of God, with the knowledge of the Lord. So, you ready for that? <laughs> I can hear the clicks of seatbelts all over the nation and the world coming together in faith and in the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. You and I, We'll never see eye-to-eye eye on doctrinal fine points. I know we believe that Jesus came and died and rose from the dead. Those are things we believe in and agree on. I know that. But we have unity of faith. We believe in the kingdom of God and the rising of the tide in this, in this day we're in. Okay, Monday. Happy Monday. Be happy. That's a command. <laughs> Be happy today. That's a command from the old. Uh, <laughs> I won't finish that. I was going to say the old soldier, but uh, we're still pressing forward. All right. I there's something just rolling in my spirit, and we'll we'll try to articulate it this week. Tomorrow morning, we'll be here again. So tune in, stay with us. Something is coming forth and we're ready to speak it out. Okay, we will see you in the morning. Until then, <clears throat> fasten your seatbelts. This ship is lifting up. <laughs>